Cahen is sponsored in part by Soulcraft Brewing, Salida's hometown brewery, offering a large selection of traditional and seasonal craft beers. Their spacious patio features cozy fire pit tables for outdoor warmth on chilly days. Fresh food is served daily at the Soul Shack food truck featuring snacks like wings and pretzels, and full meals like sandwiches, burgers, and a delicious brunch on Sunday. Soulcraft is open daily for happy hour, lunch, and dinner. Cahen is supported in part by Little Red Hen Bakery, located at 302 G Street in downtown Salida. Little Red Hen specializes in hometown fresh-baked bread, bagels, and treats, all made with organic and local ingredients. A full menu, including the wood-fired oven schedule and daily specials, can be found on their Facebook page at Little Red Hen Salida. K-Hen and Little Red Hen, just two hometown chickens working to keep Salida, Salida. Well, welcome, friends, to another edition of On the Rails with me, your host, Forrest Whitman. And whether you're listening now streaming on KHEN 106.9 FM or whether you're listening on the iTunes podcast or whether you have gone to podcasts at KHEN.org, however you're listening, it's, it's all about rails. And right now, today, it's a wonderful time because we've been talking to Matt Reynolds and Jeannie Reynolds about riding the ski train. And what we want to say, think about the ski train, because um, some years it has stopped a little early. Apparently, Winter Park makes very little snow uh, and, and sometimes makes, I guess, no snow. So they are reliant on natural snow falling. And so some years in just mid to early uh, March, they've closed it down. So, or, or closed it down to the point where the ski train wasn't running. So what, I guess, if, if there's a message today, it's from Matt and Jeannie, uh, as they talk about their experience, we could think if you want to have that experience, maybe do it sooner rather than later. Um, I don't know. And well, anyway, at the head end of this train is Rick White up in the engine. And I'm back in the caboose with Matt and Jeannie. We've got our feet up next to the coal, the old pot belly coal stove here. So our feet are warming as we roll along to hear about their trip on the ski train. So welcome to Matt. Welcome to Jeannie. What, are your feet warm? Well, they it was 13 degrees when we were walking around Winter Park, so I must admit, they got a little cool. <laughs> and when I was ice skating, it was even colder. But um, it the ice was incredible. The exciting thing for me is that it was a re, it's a real pond. I mean, there's it's a pond pond. This is not, you know, something has been flooded and, uh, uh, you know, made smooth. No, it's a pond. They have their own little Zamboni, and it was delightful. Interesting. But sunny. Morning is the time to ice skate because it's in the sun. You don't want to do it in the afternoon if it's a cold day because it's in the shade. But, um, yeah, it was a lovely day. And taking the little, what do they call that? Cabriolet. Oh, this little 
mini chairlift type thing. Well, not chairlift. Um, it was a, it was a stand up uh, lift that they had. You stand in like these a little uh, gondola. Yeah, open gondolas, and it goes up to uh, a different called the Winter Park Village, where the hotel is, and it's just this little round trip thing takes. I don't know, five minutes or 10 minutes to do one way. Oh, but the views and at the top uh, where you get off, um, it, you can walk up to the tubing hill. They have a tubing hill there too, which also is very, very popular. Um, uh, in the afternoon, uh, we saw lots of people ice skating. In the morning, uh, I was the only one until a, a little girl came to uh, with her dad. But um, yeah. It's it's a, a nice little side trip uh, right at the bottom of all the hills, all the uh, down downhill skiers. Nice. <clears throat> I'm nice. I'm trying to picture where the pond is. Is the pond? Can you see the pond from the train? No, it's kind of buried in the complex there of Winter Park. Mm. So where you get out of the ski train, you're literally at the bottom of the slopes, mm -hmm. literally. So if you just I don't know walk. We walked to the left a bit and, you know, through this, through the area where it's all built up and the pond was down there. That's exciting. And it's a natural pond. And Very big. But wow. it, and, and there's a place to put your skis on, your skates on, which is a little open air kind of hot gun, like a, what do you call that? Oh, darn, a gazebo. It's like a little gazebo. But there are overhead heaters. They don't put oh. a lot of heat, but hey, hey that's okay. And um, benches, you know, so you can put your skates on and go out into the ice. Wow. And you say the ice was pretty smooth. Extremely. It was lovely. Nice. Oh, nice. So did Matt, Matt, did you hang out in a nearby bar having a hot toddy or did you get out to the get out to the ice no actually i stayed in the gazebo where the heat was and watched <laughs> uh, and does this, this um excuse me does this pond like if you visit there can you rent skates is it oh, like yes. that oh yeah there's somewhere i don't know where you rent them but you can rent them yes mm -hmm. um there is. just like you can rent uh, almost anything you know the snowboards the uh skis, um, skis. Snowshoes. I imagine snowshoes. Yeah, snowshoeing is a, is a big thing. Lots and lots of trails for snowshoeing. We uh, thought we were going to do that. We did do some hiking, but um, uh, and they groom, but they groom these trails for snowshoeing, which I don't quite understand. But um, you don't need snowshoes then. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and we, we didn't we just hiked. Um, and there's a, a, a museum there you can visit, uh, the old ranch, the Cozier. Cozier Ranch. C cousin? Cousin, Cos cousin Ranch. Cousin, yeah. Anyway, uh, from the 1880s, it had been a stage stop and um, a number of other things. Uh, I think Doc Susie was over this way, way back in the 1800s. This is the valley that she uh, frequented. Um, Fraser Valley. Yeah. <clears throat> and it is nice. Uh, you can take the, it's called the lift, but it's a bus service. 
uh, from Winter Park. You can take it up to, what is that? All the way to Fraser. Fraser, and then on up to Grand Lake, if you want, I think. Granby? Granby. Granby. Uh, and it's all free. Mm, nice. Yeah. Really? That's great. And it's interesting, the number of amenities that uh, they had, not being a big, I'm not, I'm a cross-country skier, not downhill. Oh, there's also cross-country there. But um, it's, uh, there were places at the ski area where it would say wagons, wagon pickup, wagon drop off. So uh, there are these little wagons that you pull, like a kid's wagon. And people could put their gear in there, their snowboards, their skis, their, their kids. kids, whatever, and just, you know, wheel them around wherever they wanted to go and then drop them off. And again, no fee, no charge. Mm, nice. That's really nice. So that must be, of course, they are owned by the city of Denver. So right. that, that, that may influence their management style somewhat. I don't know. Huh. Hard to say. That is hard to say. Well, did you put your ice skates? Where did you put your ice skates? Well, I carried them in a pack. Backpack. Oh, backpack. <laughs> yeah. So you had a, a Sherpa. <clears throat> yeah, me. <laughs> I was a Sherpa. <laughs> we now, were loaded. We had water, ice skates, you know, gators. Uh, extra clothes. Extra clothes. Extra clothes. Yeah. 13 yeah. degrees. Snacks. That's... That's pretty cold. We even had a blanket. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Well, presumably the train cars were pretty nicely heated, but I don't know about this cabriole. What is this thing called? Cabriolet. No, it was open cabriolet. air. But it, it's it's just fun. I mean. It's just, you know, a, a, like I said, five to ten minute ride. It's not, not far, not long. Yeah. And also free. Wow. Wow. And it is so well that it stops at the train platform, does it? No, it, it's further up uh, in, in the amongst the, the restaurants. Yeah, amongst the restaurants, further in the buildings at Winter Park, and then it goes up to the Winter Park Village where the hotel is. Ah. When you get off the train, uh, if you want to see what they call Winter Park Village and all, all that Winter Park Village has to offer, you follow the brick road. Just remember, it's not the yellow brick road. It's just it's the brick, brick road. road. <laughs> and it's a brick path, very broad. And what, how, is it a big hotel, a small hotel? What? Hotel. The one at the end of the cabriolet. I have no idea. I, didn't. I, I couldn't tell. But it was a hotel. There it was. You saw it. Oh, yeah. That's pretty exciting, too. I mean. Because my recollection of Winter Park, <laughs> nothing like that, that's for sure. And, of course, apparently skiing in Colorado started at Winter Park with some, they had a, a, little, a little hut up there, and I guess that was the beginning of it. Well, that was quite a few years ago. Yeah. yeah. And he yeah. said it started in 1948. Oh, yeah. Huh. And I think that hut may still be there. I'm not sure. I don't but, think so. <laughs> no. What an adventure. Okay, so now you're saying coming back. Well, then where did, where did you have lunch? You must have, you, you had some lunch in your pack, I take it. 
Where did we have lunch? No, we went into the town of Winter Park and actually had lunch at a, oh, yeah. a deli's, Rudy's <laughs> Deli. Excellent. Which was excellent. Wow. Excellent. What kinds of things did they have in the in the deli? I'm going to be hungry after I hear this, probably. Well, we had uh, paninis, half paninis, and uh, Jeannie got a pasta salad, and I had uh, uh, chicken um, soup. Poor Poblano soup. Ah. Excellent. All uh, right. It's kind of like um, uh, Pandera. No, what's the name? Yeah, Pandera. It's like Pandora. Pandora. Or whatever the name of that sandwich shop is, um, yeah. except I would say it's better. Yeah, it's Panera, and and they they are a little um, Panera. That's cor right. Cor cor corporatized. Yeah, <laughs> right. You know. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. isn't. But this they do they do nice breads and stuff. But yeah, I know what you mean. No, this was uh, superb. Mm -hmm. I'd say. So wow. they, and they do. It's a small little place. They do a fantastic business. And the, but this was a weekday. No, uh, Friday. Friday. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty much a weekday, I would think. But now the ski train doesn't or didn't used to run Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I don't know if it still does or not. No, it doesn't. It's strictly Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Is it now? Yeah, yeah. But still, that's a very reasonable price. <clears throat> well, look at look at the traffic on I seventy. In fact, when we were coming back, conductor Brad got on the PA system and said. Well, the traffic's tied up at uh, Georgetown and nobody's moving and they're oh, on the train going along. <laughs> That's fun. That is fun. Oh, yeah, that I-70, that traffic just stops. Yeah. Yeah, and I've heard that the, um, the marketing of these trains, a lot of it's done right then. The people in the cars that are looking at the trains that are still moving is that's how they gain ridership for different things is when the uh, train tracks are within view of the highway. And yeah, I, th yeah. I think that's funny on its own. Well, I-70 doesn't see anything of the train because they're too far apart. Oh, the only, that right. okay. the only major road you go across is uh, 119, actually, and 72. Well, 72, 72 does cross the tracks a few places going down uh, Clear Creek, Cold Creek Canyon. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you see high, Highway 72, and then you go underneath Highway 119, and that's about it. So, so, so Brad got on the PA and said this, huh? Oh, yeah. He was really good. He had a good spiel. I bet. He does have a very good spiel, but I had to point out to him that he, you know, there are a number of places along the way where you can see Long's Peak. Um, and granted, Long's Peak doesn't mean anything to people who don't, don't live in Colorado um, or in general. But, um, yeah, Long's Peak is, is pretty uh, distinctive and... Um, Brad would point out Rocky Mountain Nationals up there. And I said, yeah, but you didn't mention Long's Peak. Well, I think he did his homework. And the next time he was over the uh, intercom, he mentioned that, oh, yes. And then there's Long's Peak at such and oh, such, 14,000, whatever. However, at that point in time, it was nowhere in view. Oh, <laughs> okay. So you guys had quite a day on the ski train. Now, well, how was Union Station? I mean, 
Did you hang around Union Station at all? Never on even the way back? No, no, we didn't. We we got off the bus and went upstairs, got on the train. We came back. We got off the train and went down and got on the bus. Got mm-hmm. on the bus. So you didn't have you didn't have time to see my name on the plaque. Oh well. <laughs> yeah. Well, we all all Colorado members all contributed a little money to make to put the plaque up there and uh, the historical plaque that uh, certainly is historic it's uh, you know it's a it's a loving cup actually is what it is do you know what loving cups are well we could go into all that back in the 19th century they would make a loving cup this one is made out of solid silver it's huge it's oh at, at least two and a half feet wide this loving cup and it has all the all the scenes that Moffat himself would have seen, and they and it's given in in thanks from the citizens of Colorado to David Moffat for his railroad vision, and he never got to see the the tunnel. He uh, he, he pushed the rails up and over, um, well up and over outside of Rollinsville, but he never uh, the tunnel. I think it was 1927 that the tunnel was finished. So he, even though they gave him the loving cup, he, the, the tunnel wasn't still done. So we all contributed for the case that the loving cup is in. It's right across from the Amtrak ticket counter there. And uh, there's a list of names of the loyal Colorado members who, I think there are 12 of us who each gave a hundred bucks to make sure that there was a case around the loving cup. So, there, that's that you can do. The next time you're in Union Station, you can go over there and look at that. But uh, anyway, so you didn't look around Union Station. Um, well, how would you rate the, the, the general pricing then? Is it, it seems to me that it's a, a pretty uh, low-priced day from what you're describing. Yeah. Jeannie has a comment here. Um, You know, yeah, this little brochure that the uh, volunteers handed out on the train, they mentioned uh, that Loving Cup uh, forest. Are you kidding? Yes, and where it's located, and it's made out of pure silver and weighs over 200 pounds. Yeah, it's it's in this little brochure. Wow. From the Color Rail people. Oh, super. That's good. So, oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, I thought it was, uh, uh, for the experience, I thought it was well worth it. I mean, this is uh, the scenery and the day. The day was absolutely beautiful. Crystal clear, not a cloud in the sky. Um, Cold. And uh, nice new snow everywhere. I mean, it's a fairyland. And um, the plains look fantastic. The... Uh, Flat irons looked fantastic. All of, you know, you could see El Dorado Canyon State Park. You could see Gross Reservoir big time. And then you keep going and um, you go through all these tunnels. And just as you're ready to take a photo, you know, you're in another tunnel. And, <laughs> uh, but that's okay. Uh, and I really liked what Brad pointed out about tunnel number one being quite <laughs> unique in that, um, The eastern uh, entrance, the east portal (laughs) of tunnel number one is 
uh, faces, it's from the west. And the west portal of tunnel number one faces east. So, I'll be uh, darned. Yeah, I'll so be it's darned. kind of unique. How many tunnels did you go through that day? 29. I'll be darned. 29 tunnels. That's now, was it? You went through, of course, the big tunnel, the Moffat Tunnel. Uh, and were they slow getting through the Moffat or did they click right along? Or Well, no, it, it went well. But on the way west to Winter Park, we had to pause to let a freight train go by. And then they had to wait another 10 minutes to flush the tunnel so there was fresh air. Then we could go in. So we had to wait for them to clean the tunnel out yeah. from the freight train. That's good. What was it, a long freight train? Was it a cold train or a goods train? You probably didn't. Cold. It was cold. It was cold. It was, it was, it was pretty cold. long. It had uh, at least five engines. Oh, yeah. no. I think there were two, four. I'd say, yeah, at least five. He's right. Probably six. <laughs> was, the, was the train a mile long? The train? Oh, I can't tell. Who yeah. knows? But long. Very. It was long. And it was going downhill, so I'm sure it needed yeah. all those engines. <laughs> How many cars are involved? Well, to get the dynamic braking. The tunnel is a problem because it, it, it traffic stacks up at each end of the tunnel where you were. And um, although it's a pretty place to be stacked up, because don't you have, you have a view of the creek and probably view of the tunnel? and Well, yeah, on Toland or, you know. Yeah, Toland, yeah. Or the maintenance houses that nobody lives in anymore. Yeah. We're about five minutes. Yeah. I hope they can save those houses. Those should be historic maintenance houses. Uh, on the register, I would think. Yeah. Geez, maybe Gilpin County could uh, get some county money for that. Could be. I don't know. Is that Gilpin County still? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Gilpin County. Yeah. Only a tiny little piece of that is um, Boulder County, believe it or not. Oh, There's a, a tiny little little segment that's a, a tiny little segment by, um, oh, where, 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 I think by the, close to the Needle's Eye Tunnel. Oh, There's interesting. a little, yeah. little segment of Boulder County. And um, yeah, and there's, management's always been a problem up there because you've got so many jurisdictions. You've got Grand County. You've got Gilpin County is, is pretty much everything um, east of the Continental Divide is Gilpin County. But then there's, like I say, this little funny little extension of Boulder County that nobody knows why it's even there, but there it is. It, and, and it, it goes up there and so so they have to be part of any management plan and um so it's it's just interesting all the the things they're trying to do at one point well way back when i was a county commissioner anyway way back in the the day why we uh, commissioners were were trying to get the blm to look at the possibility of making that all a national monument and uh, we didn't get too far, but we kept saying we should have a National Monument Railroad. Why not? I mean, it's, it's, it's David Moffat's dream of linking the East to the West. 
across the mountains through the dream of the tunnel, you know, and uh, it, it's beautiful country. I thought it'd be a great national monument and you could have a gatehouse at each end and at the gatehouse, you give out a brochure, um, maybe try to charge a buck, although it's, they don't like to charge for stuff because first of all, nobody pays it. And, you know, secondly, they, they, get, they get grumpy about it. But um, don't you think it would have been a nice national monument? The, the Great railroad? idea. Yeah. National monument. Yeah. Because as it is, it, it can get pretty trashy up there, too. Some of these campers are pretty. I don't know if you've noticed that, but. The liability, though, if that were a national monument. I mean, I, Matt and I, years ago, hiked up and stayed at, oh, we skied up, up to the left, um, to the south of the Moffat Tunnel and stayed at one of the huts up there overnight. And uh, that was before they had the new parking lot and all that sort of thing. And you could walk across the tracks to get to the trail. I remember you can't that. Do that now, or maybe you can't. I don't know how you get across. I know. Oh, I don't think so. Homeland Security. Oh the no. Tracks. So yeah. the liability, uh, if that were a national monument with a train there that saw it, and all those tracks exposed, and this is still an operator and um, freight rail, you know. Mm. Mm. <laughs> don't, don't think so, huh? Well, I'm not done here, tra uh, Travis. <laughs> Forest. It's What's about, that? It's about time to wrap up here. Oh, we need to wrap up. Oh my gosh! Well, you have been, had a wonderful time here talking with Matt Reynolds and Jeannie Reynolds about their trip on the ski train, which they recently took, and we're encouraging everybody to do it while there's still good snow and um do you guys have any closing closing thoughts about what we should do as we go on and i hope everybody will take it and have the trip you just had what a wonderful trip gee that sounds great yeah really worth it definitely worth it thanks yeah matt do you have any closing thoughts here Oh, the, the, you see some things that it's impossible to see anywhere else, simply because of where the train runs and, and there's no roads in that area. So you, you see some uh, countryside, you just can't see any other way. No, that's great. Oh, that's great. You guys. Huh. Well, well, okay, okay, okay. Um, it's been a wonderful morning. And thanks for coming to, to KHEN 106.9 on your FM dial for this uh, segment of On the Rails. And um, let's go give a big highball before we say goodbye. I'll, I'll, I'll light the fusee, toss it out in the snow so it doesn't cause a forest fire while the big, while the big red, red fusee glows. And at the count of three, what? where's Jeannie? She's got to join in. Jeannie, at the count of three, gotta give a, at the and count of three, for us. yes, thank you. At the count of three, we'll give a big highball, okay? One, two, three. Highball, highball, highball.
Cahan is supported in part by Hilltop Broadband. Hilltop Broadband for residential and business wireless internet service. Servicing Salida and Poncha Springs in Chaffee County, as well as areas in Fremont County, Custer County, and more. To experience the Hilltop difference and request new customer information, email info at hilltop-broadband.com or call toll-free 877-783-2889.